Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the X Button Podcast. Today is Wednesday, Wednesday. Hmm. Um, yeah, hope everybody's having a great week. It is the middle of the week, so you know what that means. Worst day of the week. Um, I am still debating on whether to do a episode on Friday. Uh, I'm 50-50 on it. You know, I kind of want to... I kind of want to spend that time sinking my teeth into Horizon, but I'm not sure yet. Um, it, I guess it, I'll I'll base it on whether or not uh, somebody wants to come on the podcast. If they do, we'll definitely uh, have something out. Um, and I'm going to try for that at first as well. I'm going to try to get a guest on for the Friday episode of some form. Uh, it might be an off topic. I'm not 100% sure, uh, but we will have to see. Today, we are talking about a couple news stories, one regarding the discontinuation of the Nintendo eShop in different forms. And we're also talking about the loud noise my my computer likes to make while I'm recording. Uh, So let's do that. And then we'll do, I don't know, we'll do a little bit of that. All right, so uh, we're also going to be talking about the Cyberpunk uh, PS5 and Xbox Series X slash S versions. And we're going to talk about Uncharted movie, uh, the Uncharted movie reviews that have been coming out. So uh, we have a lot to cover today, so that's going to be fun. Uh, I'm not sure how long this episode will be, but we will see. We're going to we're just going to ride it out and see how long this this goes. Uh, I am currently in the process of getting a. Um, I'm buying a new Elgato. I I had it before and I got rid of it. I used to stream on YouTube or not YouTube, uh, Facebook. I used to make some video content on my on my uh, on my main YouTube channel, and I'm not even gonna shout it out because it, it was really just like nonsense. Um, but this time, you have no idea. You have no idea. I cannot wait. I'm gonna be recording stuff. Hopefully for Horizon. Hopefully, hopefully for me. Uh, fucking Elden Ring. I have an idea in my head on how I want to like make this work, and hopefully it works out well. I have a laptop now, so I'm going to be able to like kind of sit on the couch. I might rig up one of my one of these mics I have and uh, put some commentary over some video game gameplay. And I think I think editing that would be kind of fun and kind of giving you guys some just like some gameplay of some of the things I'm talking about. Also, I might also put the podcast in video format via gameplay like have gameplay play and then the, the podcast will just play over it i'm not 100 sure on how that's gonna work but uh it could be cool i have a lot of games that i play uh you know some of those commentary channels out there like to do that where they kind of play like dumbass pc games and stuff and uh they just have that running in the background as they're talking about stuff i kind of want to do that but in the form of, of the of the podcast itself I have the capabilities to do a video format, but I just didn't want to, I don't think I have like the manpower to kind of do that right now to do like a daily episodic YouTube upload of this podcast. You know, I feel like it works better in audio format. So for now that is going to be temporarily staying as audio format only. Uh, But the, you know, in doing the gameplay with it, it might, it might be a little sooner than later that we will transition to a audio and audio video on YouTube. Um, I, I, I just got to look into how to like upload the stuff and uh, I'm, I'm familiar with it from the past, but you know, it's, it's taking on a bigger, 
a bigger priority there. Um, and maybe a couple weeks before I get things fully running, uh, I might upload, <clears throat> I might upload some gameplay anyways, just to get the ball rolling and see how it comes out. But overall it might take a couple of weeks. So how's everybody doing, man? How's everybody enjoying their week? I feel like this week, um, is moving pretty quick. I feel like today is going to take really, you know, a really long time for some reason. I feel like Wednesdays always go by slower, but for me, I'm taking off Friday, so this is technically my Thursday, and we all know what Thursdays are. Thursdays are pre-Fridays, so this is pre-pre-Friday pretty much, and I have a long weekend ahead of me. I'm excited. I cannot wait to play Horizon. I can't wait to just relax, and um, that's the gist of you know what's what my week is looking like from here on out, so I've been basically trying to make things go by quick. Um, and you know just get this week over with so we can just get this ball rolling on the next step of of the week uh plus we're one step closer to elden ring every day so that's a big thing i'm not sure if everybody here is a fan of like elden ring or souls like games but this podcast is very supportive very uh you know we stand souls games we we stand from soft all you know it's even sekiro i'm not even a big fan of it but that's come on now it's from the homies, so we, we can't hate on it. Um, and yeah, like I, Elden Ring is the next logical step for that franchise, and I cannot wait, cannot wait to play that game. Um, probably more so than Horizon. Uh, I, I talked a little bit last episode about like the reviews for Horizon, and I was listening to more today, and it definitely felt like, you know, it's good, but not anybody was really praising it for anything. Uh not that it necessarily needs to be praised. Obviously, I haven't really tried it, but uh, I am just like curious to what that even means. Because uh, there's a lot of nines and stuff out there, but they're talking about it like it's a seven. Like there are drawbacks enough to where, you know, it shouldn't be a nine. Uh, but a lot of people have it up there, so I'm curious to to just experience that, dip my toes. Um, and some of these freaking review sites, you guys better pony up that talent. You know what I'm saying? You guys better have those people in the back that you take out of their cages for every FromSoft game and give a valid critique slash review for these games. I know some of these podcasts out there, some of these uh, some of these groups out there that do videos and you know uh, reviews and stuff like that. You know, some people just aren't seasoned in the Souls games. So put your experts on this game. Don't have those. Don't have the inexperienced people on the podcast going. Well, uh, I didn't understand how to live. I kept dying, you know, just none of that shit. Uh, let's get let's get some seasoned people in there so we can kind of get accurate reviews out. Um, hopefully, it still holds up <laughs> even even on that leg. Um, I I did watch a little bit of like uh, Vati Vidya Vidya whatever his, his name is called on YouTube, which he does like deep lore souls content and. Um, I didn't do too much because I don't want to spoil anything, but he did go into a little bit more of what the full game is like compared to what the network test was like. And after playing the network test, uh, it sounds like this is going to be even more of a doozy. So I'm hoping all the reviewers are ready and not coming in with that negativity for no reason. I'm very protective of my Souls games. Um, so if you love Souls, leave a like. I'm just joking. Um yeah, I'm I'm excited for that. Uh, what else is there to talk about though? We have Sifu, of course. 
Uh, if you want to know where I am on my journey, I am very happy to say by the, the, the next episode, I should have the platinum. I'm typing right now. I don't know how, I don't know how this is happening. Um, yeah, I should have the platinum. I'm one trophy away. I worked on it all day yesterday and I whittled it down to one last one. And it is kind of one you have to get lucky with. Um, I was watching Steve friend host of the show and he, he got it by just happenstance. Like he was wailing around a pole arm and hit three people. And that's what the trophy is. You have to hit three people at once uh, with like one hit. I found a method to do it that can kind of cheese it so I can get it easier. Uh, cause, because, you know, whenever you get into battles, people back up and they don't really like get up on you close enough, especially when they're in groups, they don't really bundle up together. So the idea is to kind of funnel them into a tight space and then do um, a 360 attack with the pole arm and it should get it as long as you hit three of them. Um, I got really close just now to doing that, but they were just waiting back too far. But uh, yeah, I'm excited to do that and dive in and get that over with. Um, I love Sifu so far, man. I gave a review. I think I gave it like a nine and it's seafood special seafood is very fun the story is awesome i got the alternate ending recently and it's so beautiful uh i love i love when games keep the the dialogue to a minimum but they can still tell a compelling story and make it heartfelt um obviously it's not the deepest thing in the world it's not just it's not like last of us or anything it's 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 a very surface level story um so some people might take points away for that but i think the ability to kind of convey those things without saying a lot is like, I think it's more powerful sometimes and Sifu succeeds in that category for sure. Um, and then the gameplay just is constantly improving in my book. Like now that I'm near the end and I've just like been pounding that game, like for the past two days, I am flying through it. Like I, I had to do a couple more runs to kind of get some abilities unlocked and whatnot and i was like beating the dog shit out of these out of these enemies uh even the bosses the third boss was always giving me hell and last time i played i damn near got like a no hit run on her almost like uh it, it was pretty close so um even, even the final boss I, I i thought the final boss after a while was like um you know i didn't i stopped dying from fighting the bosses and some of the abilities i was unlocking made it easier to get to the bosses so the way that game like you know delivers out some of the uh, abilities that you use is like so impressive that it actually does feel like you're progressing it does make it like inherently easier to just get through some of the the fodder before you get to the bosses uh because much like the souls like souls series you have like a bonfire quote unquote which is technically like the beginning of the level um so if you die you send back there and um or if you die you actually like you respawn where you are but uh where you start at the level sometimes you'll have to restart a bunch of levels and that's where you'll have to like constantly run through the level to get to the boss and you know it makes it 10 times easier to just like progress uh which is awesome other than that i started watching peacemaker um peacemaker is a show following the character named peacemaker from suicide squad uh, starring John Cena, of course. He's uh, very potty-mouthed in this. Uh, it's very much like the, sh the movie where he was just cussing up a storm, killing a bunch of people. And it's it's more of that, but you, you, you can't help but, like, 
you can't not love John Cena in this show. It's so great. He's so funny. The writing is so good. And um, I will say, while like the story kind of suffers a bit from maybe having too many cooks, too many references, and you know, not enough development with some of the newer characters that they introduced from that, that like weren't in Suicide Squad, um, it it kind of gets lost in the sauce a little bit with like. Uh, all the players that you're kind of dealing with and their own storylines and whether or not they're interesting. But uh, overall, the show is funny. Uh, I, I take it less serious and I just kind of sit back and enjoy what it is. Kind of like Suicide Squad. I went in with like low expectations and was blown away. Uh, I absolutely love Suicide Squad, uh, the latest one. And the writing and just like how they actually communicate with each other is it's fantastic like the chemistry they picked for some of these characters like the chemistry they found rather uh even in like the movie when he, it was idris elba and john cena like they actually worked together really well it didn't feel awkward uh it actually felt hilariously perfect and i think that's what the show kind of does too they put perfect characters next to them uh vigilante which is like one of my favorite characters now um he's hilarious in general he's more of like a deadpool type but he him riffing with John Cena is so funny. Um, and John Cena, honestly, with everybody in the show, kind of riffs with all of them perfectly. So if you are looking for a show, Peacemaker's awesome. Uh, I finished up the end of Boba Fett, which was basically Mandalorian Season 3, and that was awesome. Um, I started watching... I found Rick and Morty was on... The newest season of Rick and Morty is on HBO Max as well. I need to catch up on that. So I'll probably be watching that over the weekend or, you know, tonight... But uh, that's all I've been really watching. I haven't really read anything lately. I, I do have Deadpool, and I've, I've read a little bit of Jujutsu Kaisen, um, which is like another big series coming out. I guess that's already out uh, in anime format. Um, but I'm still like very, very early in those, and haven't really had the time to like sit down with those. It's been a very busy week, and especially now that I'm trying to like pick up this you know all this video editing stuff, it's definitely getting a little bit more crowded in my in my time frame, but Hey, uh, what are you going to do? Uh, you got to kind of roll with the punches sometimes. And on that note, it's it's something that uh, uh, hopefully I can manage over the next couple of weeks. Um, I definitely want to do Elden Ring content. Oh, my gosh. I, I feel like I need to get a couple gameplays in of Sifu as well. I want to put up video of like me playing that and just talking about it. Um, maybe just like a full playthrough I can kind of upload or something. If I get it tomorrow, the Elgato... I'll try to upload a video of a full playthrough if I can just do it, if I can just sit down and play it. I'm not sure how long it'll take. And if the new, you know, YouTube channel I'll be making is going to support that. Uh, I'm debating on whether just to like transform my, my personal YouTube account since it has history, subscribers already, and like a little bit of a kickstart. I might just do that. Um, but we'll, we'll talk about that later. For now... Let's get into some of these news stories, man. There's been a couple things that have been happening, which has uh, been pretty interesting to kind of see. One surprise that kind of came out was Cyberpunk had their PS5 and uh, Xbox Series X versions coming out, or came out um, yesterday. So, uh, it was announced during a CD Projekt Red stream. It was uh, announced alongside the 1.5 performance patch. Um, it looks like... It looks like they are adding ray trace, local shadows, a rebalance of gameplay, 
Hairdressing mirror, huh? Additional apartments for V, huh? New weapons, huh? Uh, improved crowd reaction, huh? Spatial headphone audio, huh? Dual sense controller features, oh. Oh, I did not see that, oh. Um, so it looks like there's, it's basically just quality of life stuff being added. And I think it's been patched a, sh a shit ton. I mean, we always used to make fun of it in the early days of the podcast about how the, uh, they would go, Oh, here's a new patch. The new patch broke the game. Don't save your game right now. It's going to get deleted. Uh, like it was constantly a roller coaster of where this game was. Uh, and to see it kind of just drop out of nowhere for PS5 and series X is pretty amazing. I know it was rumored for it to come out. I think. Uh, it was either February or March. I thought it was March, but I might have been getting mixed up with the GTA release. But it's impressive that they actually pushed this out. I'm not sure how well it plays. It sounds like they have added a bunch of features, and um, I feel like they would have to be pretty confident to release it on PS5 right now. Also, you know, it was once re uh, removed from Sony, Sony's digital store, so uh, the PSN. So to see it back, obviously, I don't think it just came back. I think it was back already on there, but you just couldn't really, um, I guess, reliably, you know, trust it. You kind of had to just go by, like, whatever whatever update it was on. Now it seems like they are kind of doing, like, an official PS5 launch type thing, and it seems like, you know, is it the best move? I don't know. I mean, obviously, the game was at a weird spot when it came out. Uh Absolutely. I mean, we can always agree that your boy, um, the host of the X Button podcast, Jordan, definitely got the platinum on that game. Definitely spent over 40 hours on that game. Definitely was a roller coaster on whether or not I actually enjoyed that game. Uh, but that's, you know, that's just what ha that's just my take, okay? I thought the game was okay. I thought it was, I thought it was all right. I thought the game. Like, in my head, I kept thinking, would this game be good if it just ran better? Um, and part of me was like, yeah, it might be. You know, it might be an okay game. But I, I still think it was hindered by the hype that was built around it for it to be, like, the revolution. It was, a lot of people were thinking, oh, it's Witcher 3 devs. This is going to be Witcher 3 level. And it was not. They, held, they, they put the fans partially killed this game. Um, and the devs majoritively killed this game, if that's a word. Majoritively had majority uh, blame in killing this game because with the fans and the media, um, they all kind of hyped it up to be the next big thing. It was it was supposed to be a uh, you know the future. They showed a lot of showings. They showed a lot of preview builds to uh, behind closed doors uh, press, and. Um, you know, it seemed like there were mixed feelings about it. They were talking about how it looked okay, it looked good, it had some had some cool ideas. But then, um, you know, we kind of heard we kind of heard things that like, okay, people people weren't getting review codes, and it was like a couple days away. We we're like, what the hell? Or all the review codes that came out were on PC, and we we're like, what is going on there? Like, this is a multi-platform game. Why would you do this? And it's on previous gen, which was like PS4 and stuff. So. You know, there's a lot of questions in the air of like, is this going to be good? Like, what's going on? Is this a bad thing? Should we be worried? And the answer was yes, you should be worried. It was a very bad sign that they were kind of doing these things because I just don't think they were confident in their game. They had, um, I mean, if you look at the launch version of, you know, the PS4 version of Cyberpunk, 
it was almost unplayable. Some would argue that it was fully unplayable. Um, I was on PS5 with backwards compatibility, and all that did was really give me a slight boost in like performance. Um, it made it bearable, I would say. It definitely ran a lot better. But I heard that like PS4 gameplay was just like it was so bad that it was just not worth playing. And that's the whole reason they kind of got pulled. It was just a lie. It was it was a it was a misstep for the company, and they kind of just sat back and let it rock for way too long. Um, and they shouldn't be forgiven for that, but I think they definitely have room to improve. Um, and I kind of want to see them make this game better. I want them to have that new or that no way, uh, what is it called? No man's sky, you know, reverse where no man's sky had a game that kind of launched similarly had bugs and, and lies and prom and promises broken. Uh, and then once the game came out, you were like, okay, none of these things are here. The, what is going on? The, it functionally doesn't work. I remember playing No Man's Sky on day one, and every time I would pause the game and quickly go to like the last page, it would it would crash the game. But if I paused the game and like waited a second, then went to the last page, it would be fine. But if I quickly did it like a little too fast, it would just crash it every single time, like an insta bug. Um, and to see that game have such a or like a reverb, uh, re, or a rebound rather, uh, was impressive. And I think uh, I think I think it's I think it'd be interesting to see Cyberpunk kind of have that because it could maybe i mean i feel like there's i feel like the the zeitgeist around it might be a little bit too skewed right now uh but it it might have that kind of comeback it might reach the levels of the hype that that it was once heralded at but you know who knows who who really knows what that would be I, i'm not sure um but it is nice to see that they are slowly progressing and not giving up on the game uh or some would have like anthem um, and some didn't like Battlefront Three and No No Man's Sky. It's cool. I kind of ho I I hope they get it right, and it's nice to see it on PS Five. Definitely email the podcast if you have played this game and let me know if you're liking it or not. I th I'm interested to see if it is uh, worth purchasing, worth upgrading, worth uh, you know. I haven't played it since launch because I I got the platinum like the week of or something. So. You know, I, I felt like it was kind of lost on me. Most of the updates and stuff, it was just out of my head. But uh, I am curious to see, like, if I were to pick up the sticks today, would it be a different, a fully different experience? Or would it be more of the same old stuff? Um, and speaking of the more of the same old stuff, uh, Nintendo DS and Wii U eShops are going to be discontinued in 2023, which is interesting. Um this is according to Kat Bailey on IGN. She's reporting it. Um, shutdown process will begin later this year, curtailing or removing access to thousands of digital games. It says there in late March uh, 2023, Nintendo announced today effectively closing off access to a host of content that can only be found on those on those platforms. Uh, it's going to be a multi-stage process um, where certain things are going to start trickling out and not being purchasable. And this is uh, shocking. To be honest, I, I know that these are these are older platforms, and I know with the success of Switch, I don't think Nintendo Nintendo's really worried about what's going on on 3ds and all this. But to see it kind of come and go uh, in a relatively short period of time, I mean, I know 3ds is not new. Obviously, it's been around for a while. I guess it's not a short period of time, but 
uh, it it was so popular that it's scary to see it go by that fast. I mean, Nintendo uh, Wii, I feel like the Wii shop didn't close until a couple years ago. Um, and this already going. Plus, I feel like 3DSs aren't irrelevant. You know, they still are relevant and they still, I mean, obviously to a much shorter, smaller degree, I feel like there was a market out there. And on, honestly, there was a lot of, people who had accounts with games on them. I think one of the biggest drawbacks was that they never really made it a uh, efficient way to like transfer your games to another console or have some type of easy to access login, log out account system. It was tied to your system. So if you lost your system or anything like that, your, your, your purchases were basically gone for the most part. Uh, I think they kind of fixed it in later iterations, but for the most part, it was like if you lost your shit, if it got corrupted, if it broke, like you're you're potentially fucked over a little bit and you couldn't really get it back. But um especially with like downloading your existing stuff on a new console, it just it did not work out well at all. But um interesting to see it kind of closing. Uh it's still we still got a year, but it's still something that's like I feel like it was such a wave, you know, for the 3DS to be such a successful system and then have that Nintendo eShop, which had a bunch of indie games. Uh, like they said, I think they, I think this article reports it. Where is it at? Uh, I want to say it was in the title. Let me check. Let me chew. Let me, let me chew. Let me, let me chew. Because it had the title. I can't find it. I can't find it. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, but it said something like... seven. Yeah, there it goes. Uh, Nintendo Wii U and 3DS eShops to be discontinued curtailing access to more than 1,700 games. Um, that's a lot of games. You know, uh, game preservation is important. And I think that once you're kind of... You know, all these are going to go at some point. You know, I don't, I don't think it's going to be anytime soon. We'll see like PSN or... Xbox Live shut down, but uh, this going is weird. I know Nintendo likes to re-release stuff, but there were a lot of indie games, exclusive indie games that kind of dropped on 3DS that were unique. Um, and I think, you know, what happens to those now? What happens to the rights to them? Will they come out in different formats? Will they be re-released in some form on Switch? Um, who knows? Like, I think these small... I mean, obviously... You can't really play them all because of the two screens and stuff, and it's not that easy, but uh, it is a bummer, and I think that's one of the drawbacks of Nintendo kind of making their systems, you know, so unique to where the control style is unique, um, to where the format is unique. I feel like Switch might be one of the few that are actually keeping a conventional style that might actually go long-term into whatever console they make after this. Um and then just to quickly go over their Uncharted movie review, uh, it is a seven. They say Uncharted plays it safe, but it's mostly fun and effective adventure with an especially charming Tom Holland. Uh, this is not what I heard. Uh, this is by Jeffrey Vega on IGN. There was also, um, oh, Uncharted comes out this Friday. What the hell? Did not know that. I, I heard there were other reviews that were a little bit more negative. Uh, we'll, we'll look real quick before we get out of here. Uncharted movie Metacritic. Yeah, boy. Let's check out that Metacritic. So, um, Uncharted Metacritic currently sits at a 48, uh, which is mixed. But it seems like 
it seems like there are a lot of drawbacks <clears throat> and it sucks. I have, I've also heard things to the, to the uh, extent of certain characters being kind of mixed up and changed for the movie, which kind of blows because anytime they do that, it's just like, why would you take those liberties when the characters are pretty great in the game? Uh, but anyways, this has been the X button podcast for the 15th of February, Wednesday, the mid midweek baby. Uh, probably one more episode, uh, tomorrow. And then we'll, we'll be back on Monday probably, um, for some horizon impressions. Um, if that changes, you'll see an episode on Friday. I'm not hundred percent sure yet, but for now, uh, I appreciate you guys listening. It's been a fun week so far, fun year so far. Stick with your goals, keep killing it. Uh, I'm proud of you guys and, uh, we'll just keep this train going, man. Uh, I'll see you guys tomorrow for more video game content and bye.